0: Kale & Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10.
1: Friday. Kale & Company. We're brought to you this segment by Tommy D's Home Improvement Center. Renovating a kitchen or building one from the ground up, Tommy D's Home Improvement Centers is your go-to for quality kitchen cabinets, flooring, and molding at affordable rates. Visit their showroom in Philadelphia or online, TommyD's.com. Without further ado, it's been a whirlwind week. So we are always grateful for a few minutes of the 45th President of the United States time, Mr. Donald J. Trump, back with us on Kale and Company. Mr. President, how are you this morning, sir?
0: Well, we're doing a lot better than crooked Joe Biden. He had a disastrous press conference yesterday. You saw that. that It looks like whatever they used to give him, they're not giving him anymore to wake him up and make him coherent. You know, he looked like the same old Roomba that we always talk about. He's just rolling around, bouncing off the walls, getting countries confused. You know, you look at Egypt and Mexico, and both of these countries have pyramids. I built both of these sets of pyramids with my own two hands. You have the Mayans, who I got along very well with, and you have the Egyptians, who I got along very well with, too. You look at Moses, you look at the Pharaoh, These are great people. And uh, I built the pyramids. And the Sphinx, too. It's a beautiful cat. I love that. Uh, But I did very well. I never got them confused, but he's getting them confused. And quite frankly, it's a disgrace. So he's confused about who he is, where he is, when he was in
1: office, when his son died. I'm confused on how... They arrived, and we're talking about they, the special counsel and Robert Hur, arrived at no charges on his classified documents case when he did not have the ability to take them with him. He admitted to having them. Um, you know, he's not protected under the Presidential Records Act. Your thoughts yesterday, because you're dealing with something very similar with Mar-a-Lago.
0: Well, my case should be dropped immediately. We have this thing. It's called the Presidential Records Act. In my case, it's called the Greatest Presidential Records Act. And uh, you look at what happened. Robert Hur, the special counsel, Hur, that's not his pronouns, but perhaps it will be <laughs> when you look at it. Uh, he says no charges. He says no charges, but he also says <laughs> that Crooked Joe is losing his mind. And so I believe that uh, Robert Hur is correct. It's uh, fantastic that he thinks that Crooked Joe is losing his faculties. You saw what happened in front of the Pope. We've said it many times. Uh, he lost his faculties there, too. He did. And you see, now they say no charges. My case should be dropped immediately. I had the right to have the documents. He didn't. And my crackhead son, Don Jr., he's not actually a crackhead, but his, Crooked Joe's son is a crackhead, had access to the documents. And the information, and it said that Crooked Joe disclosed the classified information. You look at what they say I did. They say there were secrets. The only thing that was secret was the McDonald's secret menu. I do very well with them. (laughs) And, uh, you know, they said that I was disclosing things. I disclosed nothing. I did a tremendous job with the documents, and Crooked Joe is a disgrace and a loser And he did
1: a horrible job. Mr. President, it appears yesterday that you had a good showing in front of the Supreme Court of the United States. Many of these justices, if not all of them, highly skeptical of the case that Mr. Murray in Colorado tried to put forward to remove you from the ballot. So this was kind of like a double whammy yesterday. You had a lot of negative stuff for Joe and a good day for you amongst the highest court in the land.
0: Colorado ought to be ashamed of themselves. You know, they call them the mile-high state, and that's because they are always in a state of being a mile-high. I can tell you that they bring this case, and it's a terrible case what they brought in front of the Supreme Court. Uh, But you look at it, and you see they're not going to rule in Colorado's favor. Not only am I going to be on the ballot, they're going to put my name in 24-karat gold on the ballot, so nobody can miss it. It's going to be incredible. And we had a tremendous day in front of the Supreme Court, and I believe the best is yet to come. Donald Trump joining us here on Kale & Company on
1: this Friday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. So Joe had a very bad week, and Nikki Haley had a very bad week. Congrats on your victory over Nikki in Nevada both Tuesday and Thursday. I don't know what's worse, Mr. Trump, the fact that she lost to uh, uh, none of the above or the fact that she is going to get steamrolled in about two weeks in South Carolina, but you scooped up some more delegates last night in uh, the state of Nevada.
0: I do very well in Nevada. They call it Sin City. They say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but Nikki's going to take that loss everywhere. You know, you lost to none of the above. How do you do that? That should be very hard to do, but she did it very well. She lost to none of the above 28,315 people. Left their homes in Nevada to vote for nobody. How do you do that? And they voted against Bertram, you know, who's also a nobody. So there's a lot of about sixty five percent of the vote went to nobody. It's incredible. You had other people on the ballot too, other women like Mike Pence. It was incredible. And they simply win. Well it's terrible what happened, but it's beautiful what happened with us. We won two times. I never thought we were gonna win two times. We won twice. Nobody's ever won the same primary twice except me. We're setting records everywhere. Our popularity's going up like a rocket ship, and we're in tremendous shape, believe me.
1: You made a great quote earlier this week, no bill, is a, no bill is better than a bad bill, and you said that about the border deal. Your thoughts right now on the job that Mike Johnson is doing, and who is in charge right now? Is it Mike Johnson, or is it yourself, Mr. Trump?
0: Well, I'm always in charge, you know, that (laughs) I'm the greatest executive, the greatest boss, the greatest CEO, the greatest president, the Mm -hmm. most incredible leader. I'm also in charge of a lot of other things. It's tremendous. But I think MAGA Mike, he's doing what he can, but they're not going to vote on this disgraceful bill. Crooked Joe has the ability to close the border. Now he says the open border is my fault. After telling us that the border wasn't open for a long time, now it's open and it's my fault. I love the way that works. But we can't trust anything out of his mouth when he doesn't know what country is down below us. He thinks it's Egypt. It's incredible. (laughs) But you see that he could close the border with a stroke of his pen, and he's deciding not to do it because he wants all the bad hombres to come over and vote for Joe. But it's not going to happen. Even they know this guy's a mess. He's a disaster, and they're not going to do it. I think he's a disgrace, but we don't want this terrible bill to pass. It's dead in the Senate. It's dead. It's gone. They're not going to pass it. It's never going to reach the House. And if it did, Mike Johnson, I believe, would have done the right thing. He said, DOA, dead on arrival.
1: Yes, indeed. You know, Mr. President, speaking of the border, how is it that four Republicans can't vote nay in the impeachment of Mayorkas? I thought that was a tragedy this past week, led by by nobody else other than, of course, Ken Buck in Colorado and Mr. McClintock in California. What does that say? about those four that voted nay
0: well you have three people who voted no and these are bad people and then you have one person who voted no and he's a good person let me explain this so you have uh McClintock, gallagher and buck they voted no because they're disgraceful people <laughs> then you have blake moore he's a tremendous guy he voted yes then he voted no and the reason he did that is to get The motion to reconsider, if it's a tie, it goes nowhere, but if it's not a tie, you could reconsider. We're going to get the highly respected Steve Scalise back very soon. He's going to be able to vote yes, and they're going to impeach this guy. I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to impeach him. Uh, but they didn't have the votes. And that's because the Republican led House, in all of their infinite wisdom, got rid of re- uh, revolutionary war hero George Santos. They should have kept him just for his vote. You know, he fought hard. He fought hard in the Battle of Saratoga. He did very well in Valley Forge. George Santos, tremendous guy. Uh, nobody knows about him, but we know that he votes tremendously, and we could have used him to impeach. <laughs> Mayorkis, but we're shooting ourselves in the foot like Plaxico Like I can tell you. Oh, it oh, really
2: oh, is oh, terrible. Wow, wow. what a reference, uh, President.
0: You see that? Yeah, you see that. I pay attention.
3: I pay attention to a
0: lot of things. I know a lot. I know a lot. But uh, we will hopefully be impeaching Majorca soon. (laughs) Mr. President, uh, earlier this morning, about eh,
1: about 25, 30 minutes ago, we were having a little bit of a conversation about the big interview last night between Tucker Carlson and Mr. Putin. Uh, Why is mainstream media uh, so bothered by the fact that Tucker Carlson went over to Russia to interview Putin? And I would assume that you have a few takeaways, considering you have relationships with both of these individuals that were interviewed and interviewing last night
0: well i get along very well with tucker he's a great guy too he's got good hair but i've always got along very well with putin i've got along very well it's called peace through strength and the mainstream media the fake news i called them the fake news okay uh and you're in philly you know what else is in philly the headquarters of Concast, not Comcast, C-O-N-Cast, because it's a con job, terrible cable company. Uh, But you look at this, you see this, and you look at, they don't want us to have a good relationship with Russia, Russia, Russia. They don't want us to have a good relationship with Putin, even though it could help us. And I got along well with Putin. You know, Putin told me he was going into Ukraine, and I told him, you're not going to do that. You're going to march back to Russia. You're going to go... And you're going to play with your nesting dolls, okay? You open the big one. The first one looks like Rosie. You open them up until it looks like little DeSanctum Mustard. And you put them back in, and that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. So I got along well with Putin. They don't want us to get along well with Putin, but I got along well. And Tucker got along well with him, too. I thought the interview was tremendous.
1: Donald Trump joining us here for a few closing moments with the 45th president of the United States. Super Bowl coming up. I know this week on Truth Social, you endorsed Bud Light as a non-woke company. You're certainly friends uh, with Dana White, who's going to be in the newest ad for Bud Light. Has, has Bud Light ever approached you uh, as far as reestablishing their brand after that disaster with Dylan Mulvaney?
0: Well, I'm not into alcohol, and Dylan Mulvaney is a whack job. Let me just tell you that, a whack job. Completely crazy, and they made a huge mistake. But you're looking at them. They're trying to, they call it make amends. So they're dealing with Dana White. I wouldn't do an ad for them. I don't drink the beer, but maybe perhaps my son does. He might want to talk to Bud Light. I never heard about them. I never talked to them. I just think it's time to move along. It's time to move along. And uh, let's see what happens. But You're watching it. You're watching Bud Light trying to come back and say, I'm sorry. And sometimes people deserve a second chance.
1: (laughs) I would agree. Final one for you, Mr. President. For the second straight year, Joe Biden has turned down a Super Bowl interview. It was going to be with Nora O'Donnell of CBS. Um, I know you were probably chomping at the bit to jump in there. And Sean McManus, the head of CBS Sports, says, well, no, we're not going to do that because, well, we don't want to get too political, which... I have no idea what that means. You're going to have the current president, but you don't want the former president. I'm assuming politics are on the table. Uh, Any any thoughts on doing any sort of counter-programming? You're certainly well known for that. Any plans lined up for Sunday, maybe to get a message out on your behalf?
0: Well, we may want to do it, or we might just... Put angry truths up on Truth Social every time they show Taylor. You know Taylor's a terrible person, oh. she, and I heard that she she sold her plane. You know she sold the plane because oh. they were stalking her, yeah. and everyone said, "How's she going to get around?" She's got a beautiful broomstick, That <laughs> and uh, she has no problem. The only thing is, it's a little cold up there when you're exposed to the elements. I <laughs> love that, but she can get back and forth. She's the wicked witch of the west. I can tell you that. And she'll have no problems, but maybe count to programming, maybe not. We'll see what happens. Final one,
1: Mr. President. Obviously, the big game on Sunday night Chiefs and the 49ers. Do you have a prediction on how this game will play out?
0: I think we're going to see San Francisco. You know, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win. Brock Birdie. They call him Mr. Irrelevant until I taught him how to throw a football. Now he's very relevant. (laughs) He's tremendous. They've got Bosa. He's a MAGA guy. We love Bosa. He's tremendous. He's a great guy, too. Christian McCaffrey. He does a wonderful job. I think we're going to see San Francisco. It's a rematch. You know, the first time they didn't win. This time I think they're going to win. But I have a lot of respect for Andy Reid. He's got a beautiful mustache, and I think he's a tremendous guy. Uh, but I think San Francisco is going to pull it out, and I hope they do. I hope they win. And I hope Taylor and Travis are very upset about it, believe me. (laughs) There he is, Mr. President Donald J.
1: Trump. Obviously, the great Sean Farage is with us. He'll be hosting Kaling Company coming up um, next Monday, uh, February 19th, on President's Day. So great stuff as always, Sean. I I do want to get your thoughts, though, out of character um, from what we transpired (laughs) transpired yesterday. What what do you think played out in the evening hours? Do you think Joe just let his ego get in the way and he went out there to... try to squash the uh, the narratives and headlines out there that he's out of it? Or do you think the Democrats are very diabolical and maybe they wanted him out there as a, like a further way to, you know, look for their replacement sooner rather than later?
0: Yeah, so I put a video up about this on, uh, on X and it's doing pretty well, actually. Um, I didn't expect it as I kind of just came on and ranted for about a minute, and 20 seconds or so. Um, But I've said it on your show before a, m- a million times that I-, I thought the Democrats were going to use the same play on Biden that they used on Andrew Cuomo. They're going to hang him out to dry. There's going to be pressure that builds to get him to step down or force him out. And then they're going to replace Biden with somebody new. Now, I don't think that somebody new is Michelle Obama, especially after uh, what James O'Keefe released last week, which is a person that said that they approached Michelle about running and she emphatically said no. I've always believed it was going to be Gavin Newsom. He's always been running that shadow campaign. He debated Ron DeSantis. He's been, you know, he's just been acting like he's running a campaign just in case Biden is, you know, replaceable or or they they choose to replace him. And I see a lot of people calling for the 25th Amendment. Why are you calling for the 25th Amendment after last night? He's been crazy since he talked about his hairy legs on the
3: campaign trail.
0: We've made it uh, seriously. Like this is this is really bothering me. I see a lot of Republicans. We must use the twenty fifth. So let me just get this straight: you have a political opponent running as an incumbent who is politically wounded, like mortally politically wounded, and cognitively impaired, and you don't want to run against him. Yeah. Like for some reason, I just think the instinct here, everyone's so quick to jump to, we have to use the twenty fifth. Now I agree. He's nuts. He's unfit to be president. But he's always been unfit to be president. He was unfit to be president on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday of last week. He was unfit to be president yesterday morning and yesterday afternoon, and he's still unfit to be president now. But the point is, you want to you want to run against this guy. Right. This is the equivalent of having somebody in the ring. You know, you're you're boxing whatever, and you you have two broken arms and a broken leg. I mean, it's 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 incredible. I think I think I said that actually. And 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 it's you want to run against this guy. You want to compete against this guy because he can't compete back. That's The election has been handed to you on a silver platter. And I don't want people to take the bait and fall for the same play that the Democrats used to pull Andrew Cuomo and drop Kathy Hochul into the race, because that's exactly what they've been trying to do. And we've been talking about that on your show for months.
1: Yep. No, it's a great and a great analogy with the boxing. I was thinking with sports, like as an Eagles fan, you don't want the Cowboys to fire Mike McCarthy. As an Eagle fan, you know the Cowboys stink with Mike McCarthy. Let him keep employing Mike McCarthy. Don't give them the easy out to find possibly a more competent replacement. So I, I totally agree with that. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on SCOTUS yesterday, including Ketanji Brown-Jackson um, and also Sotomayor saying that Trump's due process rights have been violated in... In this Colorado ballot case, it looks like this is going to be 8-1 or a clean sweep of 9 nothing. What were uh, some of your takeaways yesterday? Because it seems like Kavanaugh certainly carved up a few of those uh, un- unimpressive attorneys on behalf of Colorado.
0: Oh, he slapped that uh, Murray, I think is the name. He slapped them around. Yeah. Um, but the best part is watching Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Still not a biologist. Uh, you know, the best part is, and, and watching some of these left-leaning judges um, come out and say that Donald Trump's due process rights have been violated. That's been the obvious case the entire time. There is a way to enforce Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. There's a law that was passed in the 1940s, 18 U.S. Code, Section 2383. It's called? This is like you're never going to believe it. The Insurrection and Rebellion Act, huh. like it's literally called. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what it's what basically the reason why that law is there is so that if somebody does commit insurrection or rebellion against the United States, you can charge them under that law, and then you can enforce Section Three of the Fourteenth Amendment. Donald Trump has only been charged with insurrection one time, and it was not in a criminal court; it was an impeachment. He was acquitted of that charge. Even the case going forth uh it was supposed to be march 4th but now it's been delayed obviously Mm -hmm. that jack smith is bringing against trump he's not charged with 18 u.s code section 2383 he's charged with doj 1512 which is obstruction of an official proceeding, which the Supreme Court is also going to look at because it has nothing to do with protests that get out of control. It came from the Enron case has to do with destruction of evidence and witness tampering. If anybody is guilty of obstruction of an official proceeding, it's the January 6th committee who actually deleted evidence and tampered with witnesses and tampered with this, this narrative and did it all for TV. You see what PBS is doing. So the Supreme Court is recognizing that Donald Trump has never been charged not not only charged never been convicted Of rebellion or insurrection So you cannot remove him from the ballot For committing something that he's never been Charged with and Mm -hmm. I'm happy that a lot Of the Supreme Court is is realizing that Yeah I mean
1: it looks like they're just looking at the rule Of law the facts and leaving the Politics at the door which I think is Incredibly refreshing especially as you Mentioned with left leaning liberal justices That are basically like I don't know Mr. Murray we're trying to figure out What your case is here and there's no charge of Insurrection so yeah Kavanaugh Definitely took it to Jason Murray yesterday Hey, dude, great stuff as always, man. We're up against it. Uh, Great impression, great analysis, obviously, as well. And we're looking forward to having you in uh, 10 days from now, coming up on Monday, February 19th.
0: Super stoked to be here again. Grateful for the opportunity. Thanks for having me on, and uh, I can't wait for the nineteenth too. President's Day, it's going to be. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah.
1: There he is, the very
2: Sean Farage yeah. joining us here. We should we should call on him next week too. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, the awesome. best man. Yeah, he's the best. So good, so good. By the way, if you're watching right now on YouTube, uh, please hit the like and subscribe button. Uh, like and subscribe button right now. YouTube.com/slash twelve ten wphd.
1: All right, it is now time for our morning mystery movie clip. And
2: now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT.
3: Damn it, Norman, how many times I got to tell you when you drive my car, don't adjust my seat? I haven't touched your seat. Then <laughs> no, why is it up so damn far?
1: <laughs> it looks like it's back as far as it goes,
3: Miss No, you move that I can tell, because look, when I inhale my... The home and home Listen. You See that? That ain't right. I hear it. That scientifically proved that you were suggesting my seat. That's, That's not science. science. It is, and just let it go. It's
2: not
0: science.
3: I said, let it go. I didn't think. science.
0: Think you know what it is? It. They call at 12 at 855 839 1210 You could win this great prize.
1: Final pair of tickets to Bucks County Paracon. The first annual paranormal conference on March 9th at Zlock Performing Arts Center in Bucks County. For tickets and more information, visit bucks.edu slash tickets. Caller number 12, 855-839-1210. You will get the final pair of tickets to Bucks County Paracon. We'll come back, get our winner. We also have What's on the Cut Sheet Part 3, and also the greatest radio story I think I have ever read. Wait till you hear what happened to a radio station in Alabama. Hilarious story. I don't know how this is possible, but we'll give you the details when we come back. And speaking of details, and speaking of making a comeback, you want to make a comeback right now? I got your solution. It's Bluetooth, baby. That's right. Fellas, maybe you have reached that point in your life where... You need to spice things up in your current relationship, or you're beginning a new one, and you need that special enhancer. It's Blue Chews Chewables, Blue Chews Tablets. They are a performance enhancement for the bedroom that'll have you knocking it out of the park, and it's going to help you gain that extra confidence come game time that maybe you've lost over the years. And it has the same active ingredient as Levitra, but it's at a more cost-friendly price, and they've got licensed medical professionals that are going to work with you Right from the jump, they're going to find the right ingredient, the right strength tailored to your prescription. And if swallowing pills is not for you, no problem. Their tablets are chewable. And how about this special offer for Kale & Company listeners? Try Blue Chew for free. All you have to do is go to bluechew.com, enter the promo code 1210, and just pay the $5 shipping fee, and boom, it's yours. Discreet delivery, no in-person conversations. And that special someone will thank you for bringing back your prime. BlueChew.com, promo code 1210, made in the USA.
0: It's Kale & Company, on demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app.
1: Friday morning, Kale & Company. This segment brought to you by Turn 7 Liquidations. Overstock emergency. Turn 7 must liquidate to the bare walls and they have to do it immediately no games all name brand merchandise from the biggest online retailers sacrificed up to 90 percent off turn seven hurry turn seven liquidations all right let's give away our final pair of tickets to paracon coming up in march in bucks county uh we have marie who is uh with us here this morning from huntington valley marie good morning how are you hi there good morning happy friday happy friday to you as well what movie clip did we just play for you oh that's norbert that Woo! is correct great. <laughs> nice job you've got the tickets to paracon okay great looking forward to it all right well thank you so much for listening and playing we appreciate it Ah, uh, you're welcome have a great weekend you too there she is marie from huntington valley nice final pair of tickets all right, this is final story of the week. I've never seen anything like this. This might be like in the weeds with radio, but I, I would assume most uh listeners know that radio stations, you know, to have their signal be picked up throughout a city or a town or a region or an entire state, they have a big old tower. Big tower. Big transmitter. The transmitter tower. The big old antenna that goes two hundred feet up into the air. I'm just going to guess that it's very, very heavy. It's like a right? giant
2: stick, right? There on a big stick yeah. that
1: transmits. Yeah. Yeah. It's bigger than your normal stick, right? So, in Alabama, somebody actually decided to steal a 200 foot radio tower. What? Without a trace. <laughs> This is unbelievable. This probably could only happen in the great state of Alabama. Uh, A radio station is on standby after thieves somehow stole a 200-foot radio tower in Alabama. And no one is sure how these ambitious bandits made off with a heavy steel structure. WJLX uh, is the station in Alabama. WJLX! Yes, as uh, as Greg Stocker would say. In and out of every break, we need to jingle yes, and hit the time. Yes, so
2: it's uh, no, 833 why I, century. Why did I say that again? I don't remember saying that, but
1: <laughs> you were talking about bringing back the jingles for uh, 1210. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, I guess Bruno, uh, remember Bruno? Yeah, was talking I about remember him? It now. I remember now. Yeah. Sorry. So the, uh, the station general manager, Brett Elmore, told uh, WBRC Television, I've tried all weekend to figure it out and i just can't i've been in the radio business all my life and around it professionally for over 26 years and i can say i've never heard of anything like this i can say i've seen it all now elmore learned of the theft on friday when a landscaping crew went to the rural tower site where they have this 200 foot tower to maintain the property but there wasn't much left to maintain when he arrived, he called me on Friday and said, the tower is gone. The station manager explained, he said, what do you mean the tower's gone? He says, I can assure you I am at the right place. The tower is gone. It's, imagine it's missing. If, imagine if Stocker got a phone call at like 2 a.m. on a Saturday morning, and uh, one of the bosses were like, hey, uh, somebody stole the tower.
4: Holy crap! Did they have high winds or something? It that Did blow my, away? Yeah, that's
1: my first... Well, blow,
2: I don't know if it could blow away. It could this blow. thing's
4: got away tons, right? But like a, hur- you know, like a, I don't know, like
1: a tornado or yeah, something? Yeah. Nobody, and there's a, no surveillance, and it's in Alabama, and I'm assuming it's in the middle of nowhere, Alabama. This does not say it was in like Birmingham or a, you know, a modern day city, so it's probably out in the, uh, the rural section of Alabama, and, uh, they have no idea where the tower went. That's amazing. What
2: an amazing story that
1: is! That is crazy. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, all right. there you go. So I love it. We'll see how this. Uh, I wonder where it's going to turn up. Like, what are they going to find it? Like, floating down the river like a barge. I'm sure somebody. Those
4: things are huge. Yeah how how has it not already turned up? Yeah, I
1: mean, I've lived through some radio wars in my days. <laughs> but this this takes it to another stretch. If I this mean, is another competitor that did maybe, this,
4: maybe. But no, well, maybe it's the Chinese.
2: Oh.
1: Uh, well,
4: like with I a big know. magnet. I see it. You know, it. You know like instead of a balloon, it's like a magnet balloon. Trying,
2: and trying to take away our... Yeah, yeah. Trying to
4: take our ability radio to communicate. Radio There you, you go.
2: You know, I will say, as this radio station gets more popular and this show gets more popular and all the other shows on this radio station get more popular, somebody's going to try that on 1210. I'm telling you. You think so? Somebody's going to try and steal it. Yeah. They're, they've been trying to shut us up for years, so...
1: Hey, we're on the app. We're on the <laughs> app only today, boys. Somebody stole the tower. Download that Odyssey app and hit follow if you haven't done so already.
2: Yeah, we couldn't even be on the app if uh if if the tower goes down. If the I tower went to down, you. we couldn't be on the nope. app
1: only? No. Nope. Really? Yeah. I would have thought for sure that it was a separate yeah, no. technology feed or something. All right. Nine thirty six, let's get to Greg Stocker's What's on the Cut Sheet Part Dude.
2: The cut sheet I do. sorry, there's just so much today. Um I wanted to get to this, and any other day I would have led with this, but there's just so much. So, Sunny Hostin, you know, from The View, yeah, she was on uh, one of those Ancestry things, <laughs> and she realized that her her family origins were from Spain, and that they were s- slaveholders. Oh. <laughs> so, miss, miss Reparations. Yes. Actually, uh, was originally from Spain. And they were uh, slaveholders. Oh boy! So uh, first, we're going to play the clip of her realizing that, and then we're going to play her discussing it on uh, the View. This is a PBS show, I believe, called Finding Your
3: Roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is cut ten. Phil, go. Oh, I'm 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 in a little bit in shock. I I just always thought of myself as Puerto Rican, you know, half Puerto Rican. <laughs> I didn't think I was. Uh... My family was originally from Spain and (laughs) slaveholders. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you feeling? (laughs) Um, I just, um, I think it's actually pretty interesting that um, my husband and I have shared roots. Yeah. So I I do appreciate that. Um, And I think it's great for our children Mm -hmm. to know this information. Um, I guess it's a fact of life that uh, this is how some people made their living. On the backs of others,
2: yeah. And your mm. ancestors, uh huh. Look, I first of all, all of this is nonsense. Yeah. Y- you shouldn't be held responsible for anything like this. <laughs> but but she's she's the first one to uh-huh. you know what I mean. So yeah, hold her responsible. Uh
1: huh. Yes, indeed. And then you have the second clip uh, when she's on what the View de- explaining it.
2: So uh, she says, uh, according to the View, here. Hang on one second. This is not updating properly. Sorry about this,
1: guys. No, that's all right. Well, I tell you, this is what happens when you go down to the identity politics well all the time. Amen, and then all of a sudden that. you get some research and you find out, oh. Uh,
2: going with Cut11 here, she says, on doing the genealogy test, uh, the family business was enslavers and it was deeply disappointing to learn uh, the truth, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't deserve reparations. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Cut11, Phil, go. So, then
2: I mean, how
3: has the the this changed you, though? You mentioned your mom was upset and this was shocking and maybe deep down you kind of resisted it. How has this changed you knowing what you're hearing? Now you know, I think at first I was deeply disappointed. Um the I the slave thing is a bummer. It's a bummer. <laughs> I, and bummer. I, and, and, and I, I still believe <laughs> it. I still believe in like, reparations, by oh. the way, so y'all can stop texting me and emailing me oh, and saying that I'm and that I don't deserve reparations. <laughs> That's I still believe uh, someone did this, that too? Yeah, I don't know what? who sent her a thing telling her she was a white girl. Okay, <laughs> it's 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 too much, people. But, Clean off your
0: television screen.
3: Yeah, (laughs) that's a lot. So I, I, I I still believe in reparations. I still believe this country has a lot to do in terms of racial justice. Um, But what I will say, Sarah, to your question is that I feel that um, I'm enriched by knowing that history. Yeah, I'm enriched, and I'm enriched by knowing that my family has come so far from being enslavers to my mother marrying my father in 1968. Well, yeah. yeah. So if if I'm...
1: <laughs> this is an unbelievable story. If I'm tracking her family lineage then, so she's part black, she's part Puerto Rican, and she's part Spanish? Is that what she's claiming after this, uh, what do they call them, genealogy websites. I don't even know if she's
4: part Puerto Rican.
1: Okay. Well, I was going to say, she's, she's like Joe. She's a little of this. She's a little of that. You know, yeah. Joe, Joe likes to say he's from every community.
4: So apparently she's, yeah, she's, she's, Spain, I think is considered white European. Oh, okay. uh, So white, white European. That's very different from being Puerto Rican. Very different. Very different from being Puerto Rican.
1: So. So, White. She's lived such a nice life. She's still, she's still entitled to reparations.
4: (laughs) No, and have you seen.
1: five years old.
4: They did a big expose on her, one of her mansions. I mean, she's a beautiful lady. She has a beautiful family. Gorgeous, huge mansions, rich as you know, Um like ten thousand square feet. Is that what she has? Oh my gosh, yeah, well, gorgeous. Yeah, I
1: guess yeah. She's I mean, she's obviously making seven figures.
4: You think the ladies on the view mix it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. My God, oh yeah.
1: yeah.
4: yeah and she's also an attorney. No, she's. I mean, her kid didn't we say her son is uh going to Harvard yeah. right yeah. now? But yeah. no, she has a beautiful life, and to st- to sit there and say, oh, I deserve. That's what irks me. This is a class issue. And to say I deserve reparation. Are you kidding me? Um,
2: Can I get this in real fast? You know, yesterday we did the comparison of planes. Yeah. Where um, planes in the 1950s and 60s, everybody was dressed up. They were sitting there politely, crocheting or eating four course meals, uh, acting like civilized human beings. And then you fast forward to 2024, and there's brawls happening. There's people savage u- urinating in the um, in, in in the aisles. It's like the the bus terminal now. <laughs> so I would like to start a new thing called "Things Were Better Back Then." Okay. And we're going to give examples. So today's example. Wait,
4: things worked better? What did you say? Things were better back then. Another segment for Kale & Company.
2: (laughs) Things were better back then. So let's start. Sponsored by Bluetooth. Things (laughs) things worked
4: better (laughs) back then.
2: Let's start with, uh, today we're going to do McDonald's. Okay. McDonald's. So we're going to start with an ad. Go over to YouTube, youtube.com slash at1210wphd, youtube.com slash at1210wphd if you want to see this. Nick can describe it as it's happening, though, uh, but you, we're going to do a little compare and contrast. This is a McDonald's ad from 1971. Are you ready for this, Nick Kale? Let's do
3: it. Go. At McDonald's, you can get all this, and icy cold coke. Cold- Hamburgers, oh, an order
2: same as French fries, yeah. and something you haven't seen for a while. That. A change back from your dollar. Wow. Wow. You
0: deserve a
3: break today, so get up and get away. <laughs> Never seen this before. Look
1: at that. Oh, there's the
2: arches. Everybody just
1: hanging out. He I, got a I burger, know. fries, and a soda. He gave a dollar and got change back. Um, should we take you to McDonald's t- 2024? Yeah, 53 years later, let's see what we have.
2: Now I believe these are McDonald's employees um who are um uh yes, let's let's go to McDonald's 2024, shall we? Things were better back then. Mm. Uh, this is McDonald's
3: 2024.
2: Growing. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't I guess we can't Play the video. Oh, is the video not working? Yeah, I guess the video's not working. <laughs> Let me guess.
1: Another food fight.
2: It was a. It was a giant brawl. That <laughs> <It>
1: was, <laughs> no, was. Was this through the drive-through window? Or no, no. The, it was in two the, employees. In it restaurant. was two employees
2: brawling. Uh, I guess we don't have the video.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, you, you saw that guy in 1971. I think he was wearing a suit. He was very, uh, very appreciative, very mild-mannered. He got his bad food while still looking physically fit (laughs) and he walks out and you see the golden arches and nowadays we're just going to throw milkshakes and blizzards huh
2: yeah no video sorry about that sin sorry about that
1: it is all right, we should break. All right, that'll do it for round number 12 of what's on the cut <laughs> sheet. Coming up next, we'll find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show, who won Twitter today, and, of course, today in music history. Also, we have to make our predictions for the Super Bowl. Oh,
2: yes. Yeah,
1: yes. No, we'll do that on the other side. We'll do that on the other side. Kale and company back after this.
4: You've heard me talk about Chapman windows, doors, and siding for years now. They've done such beautiful work in my home, especially that wall of beautiful patio doors when you walk in the foyer. You know, by now, if I needed windows, doors, siding, stucco remediation, yeah, I trust only the Chapman team. And especially when you think of siding or stucco remediation, seriously, I would trust nobody else with this investment in your home. If you're thinking of updating your current siding or removing that stucco, I want you to think Chapman and think about improving that curb appeal with a little help from beautiful James Hardy Plank or vinyl siding. Gorgeous. It's really going to add value to your home and pop with that curb appeal. So get ahead of things for this year. Plan your next siding project for 2024. The certified Chapman installers are the professionals you want on the job. If you are somebody you know, maybe they're looking for windows, doors, siding, shutters, stucco remediation, um, all of it, call or text. their local, 610-431-8898. ChapmanWindowsDoors.com Chapman, the name I trust Tell them Dawn sent you
0: This is the Kale and Company Podcast From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT And on the free Odyssey app
1: Talk Radio 1210 WPHT Nick, Dawn, and Greg Putting a bow on a Friday show We will find out what happened in Music history today As well as who on Twitter today And make a Super Bowl 58 prediction as well But first we find out what Dawn has lined up just eight and a half minutes from now.
4: Yes, and we are sponsored this morning by Turn 7 Liquidation. So I'll give you the very latest, and actually upcoming we'll talk to a biggity-big attorney about the latest ruling on libertarian columnists vowing to appeal. This case could go to the Supreme Court of the United States after a jury awarded $1 million to a former UPenn professor. This is a climatologist suing two of these libertarian columnists who say this was a parody, that they're giving opinion, and op-ed. We've talked a lot about one of them, a contributor to National Review. And so is this a strategy to go after conservatives or libertarians who want to give opinion? And is talk radio next Uh-oh. as we give opinions okay, and big takes sure. and that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. we'll talk to an attorney upcoming about that. In the 11 a.m. hour, we'll talk to Sergeant Betsy Brentner-Smith. But we are sponsored by Turn 7 Liquidation Overstock Emergency. Turn 7 must liquidate to the bare walls immediately. No games. All name brand merch from the biggest online retailers. Sacrifice up to 90% off. Turn 7 Philadelphia Mills. More Sam Mall. Hurry, turn seven liquidations.
1: Alright, looking forward to that the Dawn Show in seven minutes time. As right now, it is time for one last today in Music History of the Week.
0: What happened on this day in music history? Music history on Company.
2: Today, Friday, February 9th, we celebrate the birthdays of Carol King and Rachel Bollett of Skid Row. Yeah. We also lost the lead singer of sweet Brian Connolly on this day in 97. And Bill Haley of Bill Haley in the comments in 81. Notable albums include Midnight Oil's Blue Sky Mining from 90, Morrison Hotel by the Doors in 70, oh, wow. and Mick Jagger's Wandering Spirit from 93. Oof. It's also the day the Beatles were on the Ed Sullivan show for the very first time. Wow. And lastly, Mr. Big is at the Keswick tonight. I'm looking forward to that. More <laughs> Kelly and Company. I Phil Obquist. Nice work. Mr. Phillip. Big. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a name I haven't that's a band I haven't thought about in 30 years. And How
1: about Mick Jagger's Wandering Spirit oh, from 1993? Terrible album. Joe, Joe Joe Biden actually had a, a conversation <laughs> with a Wandering Spirit a couple of days ago.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up with who won Twitter today, shall we? Who won Twitter?
2: In Exile in Jersey, my buddy Greg wins Twitter. He says, if anyone thinks this is a new development with Biden, they're clueless. The worst part is that his family has allowed him to be used for profit over a dozen shell companies. There's a lot of love in that Biden clan. Mm, you know, okay, saying sarcastically right
1: yeah, yeah i agree nice work out of him all right as we wrap it up today let's make some predictions on the super bowl uh i'm gonna go with the uh the kansas city chiefs in this one yeah i'm gonna go 31 28 chiefs um
2: i am also going with the kansas city chiefs i'm doing 34 21 if you listen to my Fanduel picks all week i'm also going with uh patrick mahomes to be the mvp okay and uh travis kelsey to score an anytime touchdown
1: all right dawn any predictions on whether or not the chiefs will win travis kelsey will propose what type of gatorade will be dumped <laughs> on the winner anything you got there
4: i don't even care you just I'll want to watch the kelsey's yeah. i mean I, I i will say this that i i do think taylor swift she'll make it even though she sold her plane like uh, Farage said mm-hmm. but i think that she will uh i'll think she'll make it but mama kelsey will definitely make it
1: mama kelsey all right so you're expecting jason and travis's mom to steal the headlines i got you all right that'll do it for us everybody have a great rest of your friday enjoy the dawn show coming up next enjoy the super bowl on sunday and we are back monday morning at six and as joe biden probably should say every day for the rest of his life (laughs) moving
3: forward if i were smart i'd say thank you and leave